1: Welcome to the Ghost Story Guys Mini Show, the very first Ghost Story Guys Mini Show.
0: I'm Brennan Store. I'm Ian Gibbs. And I don't know what to say here, Ian. I think we just go where it takes us. Okay, we'll do that.
1: Yes, this is, as I said, our very first mini show. We have always resisted being a weekly show because, yeah. man, that's a lot of work. It is. But then we got the perfect theme music, and how can we say no? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> If you've listened to our regular show, you'll know, of course, our theme song, Radio Into the Darkness We Go, composed and performed by Peter of Pizanta Music. Well, we have now the music you've heard, and that will will be only for the mini show. It is the Surfing Dead mix. Love it. Of Into the Darkness We Go by Fera. And I'm probably mispronouncing that, so hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. (laughs) I'm sure he won't. (laughs) I'm sure he won't. (laughs) But yes, I'm excited. We we only mentioned it on the main show last episode. Well, we've been talking about it for a little while. Yeah. And the reason we're doing it is we get so much great correspondence from people. And we didn't really have a way to respond to it in the main show without bloating out the
0: runtime of the show. No. And the only thing we could really share were the stories. But we get so many interesting emails from people who have different perspectives on something we've talked about, or they've got something to add to. Another story or they have questions, and we just didn't have anywhere to put that. So this is actually in some ways, this is gonna be kind of the more interactive show. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Which I kinda like if you have questions for
1: us, this will be the place where you hear them answered. Yeah. And uh, there's gonna be other things that come and go as the shows evolve. It's always gonna be a little bit different, or like I like to think it will be, and with little segments that will yeah, change as we have things to offer, as we have things to say. It's gonna be this is gonna be like our test kitchen. Yeah so uh just strap in
0: and <laughs> strap come on. along well maybe that too that's fine <laughs> strap in strap on and brace yourself whatever blows your skirt up as the man says <laughs> whatever gets those jeans off exactly
1: <laughs> or on if that's your thing wow this this is the <laughs> rel- okay
0: oh my god so funny oh dear Oh dear, it's veered so badly off the rails so quickly. I guess I should have expected that. Well,
1: it's us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we're going to get started with Listener Mail. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination
0: needs. We're ready to believe you.
1: Of course, we'd like to thank everyone who reaches out to us with your comments, your questions, your gentle criticisms. We love it all. We love hearing from you, knowing that you guys are out there is what keeps us interested what keeps us going uh because after all we're artists and who doesn't love having their eco stroke yeah, exactly so uh before we get to individual messages i just want to touch on something that came up after episode 91 uh we got a lot of mail about the audio anomalies we played on that show mm-hmm. and what tends to happen when we do an episode where people talk about audio anomalies is people will then write in with more that they believe they've heard in the show right and I, I listened, or pardon me, I read all the emails everyone sent, and I checked out all the spaces they recommended I check out in the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe what everyone is hearing is actually, and it's kind of disappointing, but it's actually just artifacts from the web recording software that we're using. Yes. Sadly. Which is it, disappointing. It is. Yeah. we. I, I would much rather it be something spooky, but we're using this web-based platform that allows us to record from each other's houses but upload individual audio tracks, mm. and it's it started out really great, and has gotten kind of progressively more garbage. And I don't, um, I don't know why. I think it this kind of comes from the fact that the the company that we're using, they are trying to add video chat as well. They're basically trying to become Zoom. Yeah, and they should not try to become Zoom because Zoom is already already very good at being Zoom. Yeah, and f- based on what I've seen so far, these guys are very bad at being Zoom right and in the process of being bad at being zoom they're also starting to be bad at being zencaster so
0: and that's a problem yep yep yep, just stick with what you're good at folks if you learn anything from us exactly change is bad change is bad and should be avoided at all costs absolutely
1: says on the (laughs) new live show that has been stressing me out constantly but that's now that we're doing it or a mini show not live show mini show now that we're doing it i'm sure i'll feel much better
0: you will yes you'll be happy
1: Well, let's not go crazy here.
0: No, okay. Joy is too much to expect.
1: Yeah, I will be be less uh, fraught with anxiety, slightly.
0: (laughs) Slightly. All right, next up. We had a lot of listeners respond to our question about what episode it is that Brennan told the story, which would eventually birth his ghost children, Nathaniel and Kiki. Turns out it was episode 47, Taxi to the Other Side, released on December 11th, 2018, and Nathaniel and Kiki have not gone away
1: no no in fact someone just tagged me on instagram a couple days ago with new art and i I haven't reposted it yet but i will because it's it's my ghost children have returned
0: well and uh sarah wrote a wonderful origin story for nathaniel and kiki yes have you gotten to read it yet I haven't. No, she she posted it in the uh, the
1: private group um, when I was in the right in the middle of my like anxiety curtain of oh, sweat and
0: terror. So that's not a good time to enjoy someone else's art.
1: No, I haven't. Yeah, I I've been doing a lot of staring at the wall. But uh, it answers they're... it
0: answers a lot of questions. Uh, oh, exciting! Like why you don't remember your children? Oh no way! Yes, uh, who who they are, uh, where they came from, how I came to name them. It's all in the story oh dude okay well it's really neat it's she did a great job
1: well sarah thank you so much and and i like an asshole completely forgot to thank her at all on the live show today oh i'm a clown i will do that and we're gonna find a way to get that to the patrons
0: maybe i think that's a really good idea
1: i think that is such a good idea and if you want to become a patron you can do so at patreon.com slash ghost story guys before we move on i want to say that taxi to the other side is one of my favorite episodes and why? Why? I mean, I love that episode too, but what in particular did you love about it? Two reasons. Uh, one, it was, I feel like it was one of our first stories that really had a lot of great international stuff. Yes. Because it just turned out that a lot of taxi stories were coming from India, Singapore, places like that. And it really kind of cast, uh, not cast, but really sh- it really showed stories from different cultures and kind of how ghost stories change depending mm-hmm. on place, mm-hmm. which is something that we've really kind of... Uh, not built the show around but we've really come to learn a lot more about that as we've gone on Well,
0: and come to love actually oh shit yeah absolutely yeah, yeah.
1: and the other thing that uh, the other reason i love it is not to not to uh, pat myself on the back too much but no you can i came up with the idea for that show while i was at a tiny club show in vancouver a couple years ago and one night i found out that the artist king dude was playing this minute minute show in East Van at a tiny DIY venue. And, and I say right. DIY, I mean semi legal. This was <laughs> during the day, this was a very different business. And right. they just crammed I mean only 20 people were there. That's cool. Um, but it was a it was, you know, cinder block walls, it was deafening. Thank God I had earplugs. Right. But because I'm old. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and so but between sets, I would go outside because it was quite warm in there. Right. And, and awkward. Cause I didn't know anyone, you know, everyone else right. was a very small scene and I was very much odd man out, but the venue, which is sadly gone now was right by the port. And so all night I would see taxi cabs coming and going from the port. And I remember thinking to myself, Jesus, I wonder if there's any stories about taxi drivers and haunting, mm. because you must, you must see shit. You yeah. must have experiences. Yeah. And yeah. as it turns out, But uh, anyways, yeah, that's why that's my favorite, uh, my favorite version.
0: Pretty, pretty great. That was, yeah. And I mean, Nathaniel and Kiki have never left us, so. Oh, God, no. No matter how hard I try. Bless them. You're going to change your mind once you read that origin story. That's true. You're going to feel bad.
1: I I just don't want to have kids is a thing. So I'm 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 just worried. You
0: already do. You just need to break a curse to remember them.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: And soon, I might add, just saying from the story.
1: Like I don't have enough shit to do.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're going to dive
1: into uh, a mailbag proper now. And our first message comes from Tris. And Tris says, I have just turned 15. I have officially lived in Alaska for over half my life. Alaska has a lot of myth and legend, but there's still a lot of real ghost stories. And she included a great story, which we're going to be including on a future show. Nice. Yeah. And she said that if she has more, if we want them. And Tris, if you're listening to this, yes, absolutely. We want to hear your stories.
0: Absolutely. And happy birthday.
1: Yes. Happy, happy birthday. And I'm only a little terrified that a teenager is listening to our show. I've kind of stopped feeling bad because I can't be their parent. I don't feel bad. It's just, it's weird to me. I feel bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair. Well, because remember, I was a youth worker for a long time, like 15 years. Oh my God, as long as Tris has been alive. (laughs) <laughs> and um and so i spent a lot of time telling kids to stay away from things like this so right
1: <laughs> right yeah Was that, that jimmy I, buffett song we are the people our parents warned us about there you go
0: there you go yeah we are now
1: so thanks thanks so much tris and yeah we do definitely want to hear those stories
0: Next one is from uh, Jessica, and she says she started listening to the show since getting a job uh, in a lab related to Turducken testing, and she says the show helps her get through her 12-hour shifts, and she enjoys that we actually believe in the non-natural aspects of the world, which, yeah, we do. I mean, what else are you going to do? She's never experienced a ghost encounter, but does believe in the supernatural realm says, Jessica, I was born and raised in a very strict evangelical Pentecostal church. Oh, amen, sister, testify. I personally do not have the gift of speaking in tongues, but I do get chills when someone is truthfully speaking in tongues. I get the same type of chills when I listen to some of the reader stories on your podcast. I like to muse that I can sense when a story is truly supernatural, like I can sense it that same way I can sense God, the Holy Spirit during church service, which is really cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah. And I mean, those two things are absolutely linked a hundred percent. You're just talking about different kinds of spiritual movement.
1: Next up is Tyler. Tyler is writing from a small town in Texas to tell us about an experience he had when he was young. Tyler says that a, a tall man would walk past the door of the room he shared with his brother. He says the man was so tall. He had to bend over to look in the room. And when he did, the boys could see his yellow eyes. Tyler says he believes it had something to do with the house as when you walked in there, there was a heavy sadness. He also says they've just recently moved, and when they were almost done, the man appeared and gave the boys a hand wave before disappearing, and they haven't seen him since. And I gotta say, that is a real dick move on the ghost's part. He's just at that point trying to make an impression.
0: Oh, and he's trying to scare them. 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yep,
1: absolutely. So, well, Tyler, I'm glad you're out of there, and uh, thanks for sharing that with us.
0: MSC sent us a lovely email. She says, so I found you guys through Emma and Dan on real life ghost stories, a very quality show when Absolutely. they did a promo of yours. Hmm. I was just, I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I know okay. it doesn't
1: happen very often.
0: No, that's I it threw me completely through me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, also, uh, fuck you. Does that help? Yeah.
0: <laughs> there, the balance has been restored okay, to the universe. Good, good. <laughs> when they did a promo of yours and have been listening for a while now. So first of all, hello from a new fan in Ireland hello secondly these are great lastly brennan you have the best feckin laugh i've literally ever heard i hope you sell this to every scary movie and show and in every haunted house in the world it is epic that is true it, you're too kind it scares me still also i heard you say you're going to do voiceover or no audiobooks that's brilliant you have a great voices Did i mentioned the laugh great idea i'm sure it'll be a huge success Anyway, keep doing what you do. Thanks so much for the escape from everything and lots of love from the Garden of Ireland. Oh, thank you very much, Emma. That's that's very kind. Uh, And I believe the Garden of Ireland is
1: Wicklow. Oh, okay, nice. Which is a, I, I have only spent a very, very small amount
0: of time there, but it's a very beautiful place. Very cool. I have yet to get to Ireland, which is ironic as I was born in England. Next up is Jaden
1: and Jaden wrote in to follow up on a story that she submitted a couple years ago that we read on episode 25, A Very Scary Anniversary. She says that her and her boyfriend have been renting his childhood home for two years and weird stuff has continued to happen. Her boyfriend works night shift 13 days on and one off. Yikes. Mm. So Jaden spends the majority of her evenings and nights alone. When he's home and sleeping in their bed, she can sleep through the night. But when he's not, she tends to wake up three to four times a night. She doesn't know for sure if it's the house or her that's haunted but the experiences tend to happen when she's alone. She says the Alexa in their kitchen started blasting music one night when she was laying in bed. She texted her boyfriend to see if he had somehow done it remotely but when he replied hours later he said his phone had been in his work truck the whole time. She also says that a green ball they bought for their cat which she had no interest in turned up in the middle of a room when the cat was zonked out on her bed. Anyway, she says, nothing major has changed or happened since my last email two years ago, but we wanted to keep you guys updated as we loved listening to your podcasts and reading your books. Thank you for all your support, time, and stories that you've shared through the years. Well, Jaden, thank you so much for for updating us, for keeping in touch, and, yeah. and for your kind words. Again, Absolutely. It's just nice to hear. I, I will say that I refuse to have a smart anything in my home. Don't make any smart-ass comments. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get that. Uh, I have had a couple of freaky. Incidences with them so i do understand that i'm also not a huge fan of the way you know we can talk about you know oh this is a portuguese blah 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 and then the next day there it is on facebook adverts for traveling to portugal no Um, i'm not a fan of that yeah yeah and and at first i'm like oh it's so intrusive on my privacy and then it was like "Eh, who cares i like being able to turn turn the lights off with my voice um but i mean our kitchen as you know our kitchen google home hub thing has caught a couple of anomalies that oh yeah we can't explain so (sighs) i don't know are they a
1: blessing or a curse i just hear those voices those clips rather of alexa's laughing in the night have you heard those no alexa will just start laughing that's creepy that is the worst thing in the world i can't imagine anything worse because what is
0: what is going into that system to produce that
1: yep what yeah Oof. i don't know i don't want to know no i, don't I want mean to we've even got um my brother-in-law sent us a facebook portal oh
0: yeah yeah i remember those my, uh, they were popular birth. for about 20 minutes
1: yeah exactly <laughs> um so we've used it periodically to keep in touch with the family uh they because he has one so it, it works a lot better when you're talking portal to portal right but it comes with a, a cap that you put over the lens and a really? separate, yeah and a separate switch to turn off the microphone oh so, yeah, I imagine because they're aware that everyone is super paranoid about having a goddamn camera in their house. Yes. So they're trying to mitigate that to some degree. I mean, the only much-
0: camera, the only camera we have in the house is in the kitchen and one on the front door.
1: Oh, okay. That's not They're terrible. not
0: anywhere else.
1: I, I actually heard this thing on, um, on the Savage Lovecast, which is one of my sort of my go-to podcasts, but apparently some people were kind of repurposing those Nest doorbells. Oh yeah. For naughty stuff. What? So, for like example, say your partner works away. Right. So, you would put the Nest in the bedroom. When you're ready, you you ring it and it activates. Oh, my God. And then you do do your thing and your partner can watch it on their phone. Oh, my God. But there are some issues because as I understand it, Nest has been complying with police requests for like camera footage in a certain radius. Yes. So... You twerking um, for uh, <laughs> for your fella is now being just sent via the cloud to Perfect. whoever asks for it. Perfect. It's, yeah. So
0: don't jerk off in front of your nest. Well, it wasn't just that. I saw um, a Fifth Estate or Marketplace episode about people who were buying uh, wireless security cameras for their home. Right. At no point in the instructions did it ever suggest changing the default password and so what that meant was that anyone who knew the default password could log into your house and see everything oh god there's actually a website dedicated to listing all the quote-unquote open cameras yikes right oh dude so on the show they actually went to three or four of these homes and they're like so we know that and they listed off all the stuff they couldn't possibly know unless they've been inside the house and the person, oh that's terrifying the person's getting more and more angry and then they're like this is how we know and it's like oh my god oh man well Jaden, enjoy your alexa <laughs> <laughs> victoria is a listener from bristol in england and wrote in to say that she was listening to one of our old episodes in which brennan talks about the impracticalities of getting it on with Tinkerbell goes to posit a question about Gulliver's Travels in the Land of Lilliput that uh, are probably best left unanswered.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I'm not going to get into more detail than that, Victoria. I'm impressed you managed to was make it so funny. I I mean th- there is a name for that, and I'm not going to say it. Just it's uh, but there is a name for that practice. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was aware of it, so I wasn't caught totally off guard, but uh, whoof, man, uh, yep, I never thought about Gulliver's Travels that way, but uh, now I can't get it out of my head. Right. And I gotta say, man, when she mentioned about that episode where I talk about, it it was like a running joke about, like, having sex with Tinkerbell. Yeah. I can't believe I used to say shit like that. You did, often. I, I remember starting the show and I felt like I needed to be, like, a much more heightened version
0: of myself. Yes, I remember that. We talked about that.
1: And it just got too much to maintain. And also I found people were reacting to me yes. like I was that
0: person. Yes, that was a real
1: problem. So it was an object lesson in in be careful how you present yourself to the public because you can become that. 100%. Because I'm, I'm a degenerate. Don't get me wrong. But not that much of a degenerate. So thank you very much, Victoria. You, you um, opened my eyes to some possibilities in the world. Mm-hmm. We'll call it that. had a message from Beth via Facebook. Beth says, hey, guys, just wanted to say that I love your podcast. I'm in Melbourne, Australia, and we are in serious stage four lockdown. I actually am doing surprisingly well, especially considering I'm an extrovert. That's partly due to your podcast, which is getting me through. I've binge listened to pretty much the whole thing. Also, your voices and accents are very sexy. Oh, no, I'm blushing. (laughs) I'm British. Well, no one's perfect, but live in Australia, (laughs) and I love your accents. Thank you, and keep up the amazing work. Well, Beth, um, I mean, thank you. That's lovely. And, and, um, I'm really
0: sorry you're that lonely. uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me enjoy this Gibbs. Oh, okay. Right. Thank you, Beth. Thanks for listening and, uh, stay safe
0: over there. Our next email comes from Michael. Hey guys, my name's Michael. I love the podcast. I live in Des Moines, Iowa, and I've lived here my whole life. I have a few stories for you guys. I do want to say though, that my parents' house is haunted and I have a buttload of stories about that place. To this day, I will not go in there alone. Gives me the creeps. Seen shadow people, the man in white, and heard all kinds of weird things. And Michael also sent in three listener stories that we are going to be sharing on an upcoming episode. So that's awesome. Thank you for that, Michael. We always appreciate the contribution of stories. Next, we hear from Madison.
1: Hi, I was listening to the episode, It Wasn't a Dream, It Was the Clown. And the second to last one was about the child that thought about death in the middle of the night and saw a stone rolling in front of him. It could have been a past life of some sort, like she had either died and was put in a tomb or she was left there to die in a past life many years ago. Our listener Nancy also suggested this, as did Garrett, who also had this to add. Hey guys, I was just listening to episode 91 and about the guy who had dreams about being a woman being chased by someone with a knife, it struck something in me. It sounds like it could be remembering a past life. People report having memories like that at a very young age and lose them as they get older, but maybe that was so traumatizing for him in his past life that he was never able to forget it. And we, we, we we got a lot of emails about this Mm -hmm. and I believe it was Josh who wrote in with this. Mm -hmm. And my only, the only reason I'm, I'm a little bit uncertain about the past life hypothesis with the stone at least is because it would, the stone would roll in from different directions. Right. It it was so, it was almost like it was a little different each time. Yeah. Which, I I mean, it could be a past life, but I feel like, you know, theoretically something would happen one way. But yeah, the stone thing, again, I'm, I'm a little bit uncertain of that. Although the one where he's being chased by someone, th- that could possibly be that. I mean, I, I once had a dream a long time ago. Not even that long ago, a couple, maybe five five years ago. Um, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because it'll really kill the vibe. But I in the dream, I was a woman and I was trying to get away from someone in the woods and I was on a, a snowmobile. Right. And I, I'll just say I wasn't fast enough. Oh, no. And it was a very, very bad dream. And so uh, I don't know. Was that a past life experience? Was I picking up on something that was happening out there in the world? Yeah. Or, you, you know, was I just working through something and that's the, the theater it chose to, to illustrate it? I, I, I honestly don't know. Interesting. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was very, very vivid. I still remember a lot of it. So
0: yeah, who, who knows? Hmm. Christina uh sent us an email we had a message from her that said i learned an important lesson last weekend i learned that if i'm going to be driving through a mountainous curvy road through a handful of small towns after dark listening to the podcast is not the best of ideas i would agree with that it seemed like a great idea when i left phoenix at dusk but by the time i hit congress arizona it was full dark this turns a fairly harmless van on the side of the road or a fox playing on the road To something a lot more ominous. I would agree with that. And honestly, one of the freakiest times I think was driving through the desert at night. It is just so open and so flat. And just yeah, it was something happens. I mean, Stephen King wrote a whole book about it. So Oh yeah. I I think that uh yeah, I think Christina has a good point. (laughs) She also shared a story about staying at a camp in the Mormon Lake area which we will be sharing on an upcoming show. So listen for that.
1: Anna says she downloaded a sample of my book, A Strange Little Place, available everywhere. Fine books are sold. Buy <laughs> audiobook. Because that's all she can afford right now. And uh, she said, does that give him a commission at all? Lol, I'm going to read it on my lunch today. No, I, I don't get a commission from that, Anna, but still, I'm happy you're reading it at all. Don't worry. I joke about the money part of it. That doesn't really matter to me. I'm just happy you're reading it that I find it very flattering that you would want to spend any time reading my book. So (laughs) thank you so much just for that. I'm, I'm thrilled with that alone and uh, I hope you enjoy
0: it. I'm Mm -hmm. so bored with it now, but I hope you enjoy it. I can't imagine having to reread my book. So I'm so glad you did the audio version. I can't imagine having to reread your book now either. Did you? I have a question for you because it's coming up to the third printing. Um, they asked me, Are there any changes you want to make? And I said, No, I don't think so. I think we caught them all in the second printing. But then I realized I literally have not opened the book since then. Did you catch anything in there that you went, Oh, there's a mistake there? I mean, how don't much? Don't you, you wanna... say writing style or <laughs> research, you fucker. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> I uh, mean. In an editorial kind of way, not an opinionated editorial kind of way. (laughs) No. Okay. Thank you. That's all I needed. You're (laughs) smartassery. Our patron Amanda says, goodness, I love this podcast. I love that. (laughs) I've listened to every episode at least three times. I have to take you both to dinner the next time I'm in Victoria. Well, as two guys who love food, we will happily accept. (laughs) Yeah, no argument here but I love that goodness. I love this podcast.
1: Next up is Debbie. Debbie was inspired to write by the story from episode 92, where we talked about my friend who experiences a figure looking after them when they're ill. Uh, Debbie says she also has a visitor when she's sick and it goes all the way back to the time she had tonsillitis when she was eight. She woke up to see an elderly lady sitting in a nearby chair and the woman was knitting. And when she saw Debbie was awake, she leaned over, she put her hand on her head and she said her name was Mrs. Jennings. And Mrs. Jennings said that she had been sent to look after her by Debbie's nan. Wow. Yeah. And Mrs. Jennings was, Mrs. Jennings was there whenever Debbie awoke. And once she was over the worst of it, she stood up and told the girl she would see her later. And Debbie says she's been there every time she's been ill, including seven years ago when she had major surgery for cancer. And Debbie says she is always dressed in a gabardine Mac and a sort of beret. She always has her knitting with her. (laughs) She has a black bag as well. The chair that she sits on doesn't exist in this plane. She brings it with her. There is often a faint smell of lavender from her. This has been going on for nearly 60 years now. I find her presence comforting and I know I am getting better when she leaves. I would like to think that when I do die, she will be there to greet and guide me. And that is really beautiful, Debbie. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. That sounds so nice to yeah. have that kind, of, that kind of assurance. It sounds and- pretty incredible, actually. I love that. So I, I, I hope that you don't find out that last question for a very long time, but I hope that when you do, she is in fact there to greet you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for the first round of listener mail in the Ghost Story Guys mini show. Thanks to everyone who reached out, everyone who got in touch. Can't tell you how much we love hearing from you. And if you want to send us a message, possibly you have your story read out on the main show or your personal message read here, mm-hmm. send it to ghoststoryguys at gmail.com.
0: And thanks for sending them in because, um, you know, a lot of times it's like, all we can really do is use the stories, like I said before. So it's so great that we can actually sort of sample some of the messages we get, the great messages we get and, uh, and share them with everybody else. So thank you for that.
1: (laughs) And now it's time for chicken talk. (laughs) Welcome to chicken talk. This is the part of the show when Ian fills us in on what's new and exciting with his chickens. This is something that used to just be a patron-only thing, and we're folding it in here now. So if there's something new or amusing that's happening with Ian's chickens, you will hear about it here on Chicken Talk. Chicken
0: Talk. <laughs> yeah, we had a little dog issue, so the side gate got left open, and apparently our neighbor is having a friend visit him who owned a poodle. And the oh, poodle... God, it's a poodle. That's worse. I know, right? And the poodle apparently went berserk trying to get in and was throwing itself at the side of the enclosure which as you know is only held together with zip straps deer netting and faith <laughs> Sorry, so yes. um it's not exactly um uh, a lockdown uh entry proof space anyway by the time the uh, assault was over one of the chickens had somehow gotten through the roof netting and was sitting up on the very top of the enclosure so she had to be grabbed and pulled back in. But it did highlight to me yet again that I need to just bite down and uh, get some hardware cloth, and which is stronger than chicken wire, and, uh, and wrap the outside of the enclosure and do it right. It never occurred to me I would have to worry more about domestic animals than wild animals because I've never had that before. Where I had my chickens before, I had two flocks uh, before this. Right. It was never an issue. But here there's cats, there's dogs. It's like, oh Jesus. There's me trying to get eggs for late night omelets. Right? Yeah, no, it's a problem.
1: So after the third time you caught me, I was embarrassed, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) I think we were all embarrassed after that complete soaking I gave you with the hose. I think, yeah, that was
1: jokes on you. That's my kink. And just before we go, it is time for our Ghost Force shoutouts. That's right. Every second episode, we will thank the members of Ghost Force in this section, because you guys are friggin' nuts, and we love you for it. We do. The members of Ghost Force are... Anne Raimi. Arwen Simons. Chet. Christopher
0: Kunz. Colin Gately. Danny Hall. Eric Gable. Hannah Brown. Jackie McFarland, Jeanette Patterson, Jennifer Petty,
1: Just Julie, Karen, Kimberly Hanson, Lumpy Rug,
0: Mark Semler, Mary Rose, Melanie, Noel Jim, Paul Rollins, Rebecca Cluche, Rosemary Tinape,
1: and Stephanie. You are the few. You are the proud. You are Ghost Force. If you want to become part of Ghost Force, head on over to patreon.com slash guys. That's patreon.com slash ghost We have tiers at the one, five, ten, twenty, and fifty dollar levels. Twenty and fifty gets you the Ghost Force shout out every two weeks right here on this show. Also gets you art cards of my night photography, exclusive ringtones of our theme music and our stories theme. Ian's Smash Hit, Christian Country album Aware of Wonder, mm-hmm. and much, much more. So again, head on over to patreon.com slash Guys for more information. And that's our show. Yeah. We managed to get to the end. It it's is uh, pretty longer... sweet.
0: It is longer than I anticipated, but I'm sure we'll get it down. Well, once you edit out all the profanity and possible legally actionable items, it'll be probably about 20 minutes. You make a valid point.
1: <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. Thanks for coming with us on this crazy adventure. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with our regular show. And until then, into the darkness
0: we go.